Welcome to the Landmark Apostolic Church's podcast. You see, the origin and root of everything that we're doing here today began with people that made the call. It began with people that began to call on God. And then as God responded, they began to praise Him and they began to worship Him. And after that, they began to say, hey, I know a God. might not have had the best weapons of warfare they might have been outnumbered by other nations but I'll tell you what Israel did have they had a God who heard them when they called out him and needed help I know some of you have been fighting the enemy all week perhaps even this morning perhaps even during this message you might have been fighting the devil himself but hear me today you've got something that the enemy doesn't have you have a God in whom you can trust you have a God in whom you can shout out his name you have a God that you can just shout the name of Jesus and he promises I'll be there I had the the privilege this past Friday to uh, this past Friday afternoon to get out and play a round of golf uh, with some friends Beautiful day this past Friday. Weather was just, just about perfect. My golf game, uh, not at like the weather. Uh, I did manage to shoot a personal best. Shout out to myself and my, my new spikes. <laughs> you know, we joked about it. They were supposed to notch just three strokes off my game, but somehow they managed to knock about 15 off. So I feel like going back and paying a little bit extra than what I did. They really came through for me. And so, so I get home from this, this great round of golf according to my standards. And uh, how many know that life just has a way of punching you in the face when everything is going good, right? Right. So I, I get home and I walk in the house and I notice that the house, uh, it seems a little warm. Warmer than normal. And uh, Mallory, she had just finished making dinner. And uh, so I didn't think too much about it. You know how sometimes your house will get a little bit uh, warmer whenever you're running uh, a stove for a long period of time. And, but after a while, it still seemed, uh, it still seemed quite warm. And uh, so I, I run over to check the thermostat, and it's set on 70, and the temp that is reading in the house is 74. Right. That's the blank stare that I had, thinking, what is going on and you can't help but immediately think the worst oh i gotta gotta get a new unit there goes five grand quick let's sell the house right now put it on the market let's go i mean your mind is going in a thousand different directions and so i do what i know to do and i check the batteries i replace the batteries i turn it off i turn it on i crank the temp down i crank the temp up i promise you i had my mouth hanging open the correct way the entire entire time that I was doing all of these things and nothing, nothing was happening. Everything was staying the exact same. So I say after a, after a long two minutes, 
I decided I needed some outside help. Now, I'll admit that there is a small part of me that likes to fix problems. There is a small part of me that likes to take matters in my own hands and to troubleshoot on my own. But there is a huge part of me that likes to just make a call and get someone else involved. I'll admit that. I'm guilty as charged. And so I get on the phone and I give my dad a call and right on schedule, he doesn't answer. I mean, at this point, we are at about 76 degrees in the house. I mean, we are rapidly approaching a little house on the prairie scenario. I mean, rapidly. And what felt like an hour was only about five minutes and he called me back and he walked me through a couple of things. He made a couple of phone calls himself and sparing you most of the details, we were able to survive through the night and it was fixed the next morning at around 9 a.m. Praise God. Mallory laughs at me because I told her that night, I said, this feels like camping. And literally, that's what it was. Sitting there in the dark, sticky, silence. It was camping for this urban cowboy right here. But it got me thinking in preparation for this message. Now, I tried to fix the problem all by myself, but I know nothing about heating and air. I know where the thermostat is at, and buddy, I know how to adjust the thermostat. I know how to put new batteries in it, but beyond that, I can get just a little lost. And I was reflecting on that in preparation for today and, and seeking the Lord for what I would share for you, and I was, I was sitting there and I was thinking about the whole situation, and I was thankful that I had somebody that I could call on. I was thankful that I I had someone that I could get in the boat with me. And at the risk of giving away my sermon in the first five minutes, that's exactly what you and I have here today. We have a God in whom we can call on. We have a friend in Jesus that we can get in the boat with us. We have a Lord and a Savior in whom he promised us, call on me and I will hear your voice. Aren't you thankful today that you can call on the name of Jesus? Aren't you thankful today that you can just shout out his name? Aren't you thankful today that anytime you speak the name of Jesus, that he's right there on the scene? Genesis chapter 4, our text this morning, life seemed to be going on just as usual. It was a seemingly normal day. And then at some point, for some reason, men and women, the Bible says, began to call out to God. The Bible says, and to Seth, to him also there was born a son, and he called his name Enos. And then began men to call upon the name of the Lord. Seemingly out of nowhere. Humanity began to call upon God, and that has a more profound influence on our world than anything else that you can imagine. 
In fact, if this world has any hope at all, it needs to get back to the place where it calls upon the name of the Lord. Church, that's something that we can't ever stop doing. We must continue to make the call. We need the Lord just as much as we needed him yesterday, if not more today. We must continue to be a body that relies upon the Lord. Cain and his descendants, uh, they, 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 they had become wicked and they had become self-sufficient and independent on God or of God. And that ungodly seed was about to dominate history. And so God raised up a seed in Seth who, whose son he named Enos. And then without any of the tools without any of the methods, without any of the techniques, without the music or understanding that we currently use to get in touch with God, people got a revelation that God was not just their creator. Somehow, through some kind of trouble, they found out that if you are in a trial, that if you call on the Lord, he will answer you. He will intervene in your situation. And the only way he will do this is if you call on him. I'm here today to tell you, if you're worried about tomorrow, I just want to let you know, you can still call upon the Lord. If you need healing in your body, you can still stand up and call upon the Lord. If you need salvation, deliverance, whatever you need, you can still call upon his name. I encourage you, make the call. He's as close as the mention of his name. You can call on him for help. You can call on him for healing. But just make the call. It, it, it starts at this point, and is it, a, it is a theme that runs through the entire Bible. The word call, it means to cry out. Yes. It means to entreat, yes. to, to cry out, to, to beseech, to, to beg, to plead, to call out with all your heart. Yes. That's what the word call means. And I want you to see this. Later, the word developed into another meaning. It later developed into praise. It developed into worship. To exalt, to honor, to celebrate. And eventually the word developed this meaning. To tell abroad. To call out and communicate with another Person to tell somebody else. Yes. So it began with crying out and crying out to God with all your heart and it developed into praise and then it developed into a testimony that you shared and cried out abroad. Yes. Did you know that the first people in the Bible who were called God's People. Did you know that they weren't called Christians? Did you know that they weren't called Jews? 
The first people in the Bible that belonged to God who said, these are my people. Those first people who belonged to God were not Christians, but the first people in the Bible who were called God's people who belonged to God, they were called those who call on the name of the Lord. You see, the origin and root of everything that we're doing here today began with people that made the call. It began with people that began to call on God. And then as God responded, they began to praise him and they began to worship him. And after that, they began to say, hey, I know a God. And they began to share that with those that they were surrounded with, those that they were doing life together. It began as a cry, and then it turned into a praise, and then it turned into, hey, have you, have you, have you heard about my God who answers when you call on him? And they say, well, we believe that he's the creator. No, 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 no. The creator is a God who actually hears you when you call on him, and you can call on him, and he's able to do something about your situation. I'm here to help somebody today. You may know him as creator, but you can know him as friend. You may know him as creator, but you can know him as able. You can know him as provider. You can know him as your savior. Because he's the God who responds when you call. I love the prayer of Jabez found in 1 Chronicles. Bible says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and that thine hand might be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me. You know the prayer of Jabez? There are some that are scared to death to pray that prayer. There are some that say, well, I don't, I don't think I should pray for, you know, the Lord to enlarge my coast or, you know, I'll just satisfy for whatever I don't want. No, 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 no. I love it that Jabez, seemingly out of nowhere, there's just a couple scriptures in the whole Bible that we read about Jabez. And this is what they had to say. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that thou would bless me indeed, enlarge my coast, that thine hand might be with me, that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me. And I love what the Bible says. And God granted, and God granted, and God granted him that which he requested. I don't care what you're going through this morning. I don't know what kind of situation that you're in today. I just came to tell you about a God who says, call on me and I'll answer you. Call on me and I'll hear your request. He is petitioning us today to petition him. He is making the call so that we we can call on him. He's begging us to get to the place where we beg him. Call on his name. The original episode is the benchmark. It is the, it is the pattern for a relationship with God. And it is this pattern. Call on me. And I'll answer. When you don't understand anymore, 
and you try figuring out exactly what to do, let me help you today. When you're ready to just surrender, when you're ready to just throw your hands up to God and call on his name, my friend, he promises to help us. That's how it all began, and God has not changed. When you simply throw up your hands, when you surrender to him and lift up your voice and call upon him, he's a God that shows up. He's a God that responds. That's what he did all throughout scripture and the Bible tells me he's the same yesterday, today and forever. He's not changed. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord right now. Why don't we just go ahead and call upon his name? Why don't we go ahead and call upon him? Lord, we are seeking after you. God, we need you. This was the original pattern. You called on him, and he showed up. You called on him, and he responded. We see it carried out in the lives of the patriarchs of the Old Testament. Abraham built an altar and called on the name of the Lord. Isaac built an altar and called upon the name of the Lord. Jacob built an altar. Guess what he did? He called on the name of the Lord. We see it over and over again in the lives of men and women in the Old Testament, continually calling on the name of the Lord. Again, here, calling on the name of the Lord. When Abraham went down to Egypt unwisely, he ran back to that altar. What was that altar that he ran back to? Where was that place that he ran back to when he messed up? Where was that place? What was that altar? He goes down back to that altar where he first called on the name of the Lord. Church, that's the way that it is with us. When you and I get off track, when we mess up, when we make a mistake, you always got to get back to that altar. You have to get back to the place where you first started calling on the name of the Lord. I say this, don't run from the altar, but run to the altar. It's a place where you can call on a God who hears you. Moses said this in Deuteronomy chapter 4. He said, for what nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him? For what nation is so great who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. I'm going to tell you right now, Israel might not have had the best weapons of warfare. They might have been outnumbered by other nations, but I'll tell you what Israel did have. They had a God who heard them when they called out him and needed help. I know some of you have been fighting the enemy all week, perhaps even this morning, perhaps even during this 
this message. You might have been fighting the devil himself, but hear me today. You've got something that the enemy doesn't have. You have a God in whom you can trust. You have a God in whom you can shout out his name. You have a God that you can just shout the name of Jesus, and he promises, I'll be there. Come on, clap your hands unto the Lord right now. The psalmist said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God, and he heard my voice out of his temple, and my cry came before him even into his ears. Psalms 86, for thou, Lord, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Church, make the call. Make the call. God's already put his step forward. He is petitioning us to petition him. He is calling on us to call on him. I hope you're hearing this message loud and clear today. That God draws near to you when you make the call. When you speak the name that is above every name. When you speak the name that makes all hell and every demon tremble. When you call upon the name that has all authority, that has all power. When you call out in faith, God says, I'll be there. I'll show up. Church, he is close to those who call on him. It doesn't matter what you're up against right now. It doesn't matter what you are facing. You might have messed up big time. You may be in the worst trouble that you can imagine. You may have backslidden in your relationship with God. But the moment, I said the moment that you make the call, my friend, the moment that you call on him, he is right there. I said he is right there. He is right there. He is close to those who call on him. To all that call upon him in truth. But here's the issue. Here's what you got to know. You see, the enemy, Satan, our enemy, he, he's a deceiver. He's the accuser of the brethren. And he's working day and night, night and day. You see, God invites us to call. And Satan says, don't call. Don't call. Don't seek. Don't cry. Don't make the call. He says, instead, here's what you should do. Why don't you be clever? Why don't you, why don't you get, your, get, get your act together all by yourself? Why don't you get a little bit more organized? Why don't you start planning out your life a little bit better? Why don't you be a, a, a better planner? He says, are, are you talented? Are, are you talented? Yeah, yeah, the talent. Use the talent that you have. 
and do that. Use that technology that you've been blessed with, but don't call. Don't call on God. Let me hear me today. The devil is not the least bit scared of our talents. He's not the least bit scared that we are organized and have a plan. He's not scared that we have a building program and a plan for the future. He's not upset that we have talent. We've got great singers and we've got great musicians and I give God praise for that. But Satan's not scared of that. He's not afraid of our best human efforts. But I'll tell you what him gets him really afraid of. When we begin to lift up our hands and lift up our hearts and our life up, up our voices to call upon the name that is above every name. When we begin to make the call, that's what gets the devil a little bit frightened. That's what gets the devil a little bit scared. That's what gets the devil a little bit uncomfortable. We can have all the lights. We can have all the talent. We can have all the music and that's great and I love it all but if we ever stop calling upon the name of the Lord, we won't have nothing. Come on, go ahead and make the devil a little bit uncomfortable here today. Why don't you call upon his name? Come on, why don't you shout the name of Jesus? Why don't you make him a little bit uncomfortable and shout the name that's above every name? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can remain standing with me if our music would come. I feel the Lord's presence so strongly in here, and I know the Lord wants to demonstrate his power in us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The sign of God's people has always been that they call on the Lord and he answers but hear me today all bets are off when we don't call when we don't make the call I'm thankful for every promise that's in the book I love every word. I love every promise. But there's not a single promise that works if we don't call upon his name. Right. Yes. Right, right. Every good and perfect gift. It all comes from him. David, who's known as a man after God's own heart. Here's what he had to say. Psalms 4. He said, but know that the Lord hath set apart him that is godly for himself. The Lord will hear when I call unto him. Who, David, who are the godly? Oh, that's right. Those that call upon the name of the Lord. See, David's like, you can do whatever you want. 
You can pick on me. You can fight against me. You can say things about me. You can try to rise up against me. You can do whatever you wish. But when I call upon my God, you better watch out. You better look out. You know why? Because when I make the call, he hears me and responds to me. That's who the godly are. The ones who call on the name of the Lord. It begs the question, who are the ungodly? The ungodly are those who don't make the call. Those who don't call on the Lord. Those who are bound by the pride of life. God, I got it. God, I got it. I can handle this. God, all by myself, I can walk through this. I can handle the valley of the shadow of death. I don't need a shepherd that's leading and guiding me. I don't need to call on your name. Psalms 14 says, have all the workers of iniquity no knowledge who eat up my people as they eat bread and call not upon the Lord. Isaiah said, but we are all as an unclean thing and all our righteousness are as filthy rags and we all do fade as a leaf and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away and there is none that calleth upon thy name. None that stirreth up himself to take hold of thee for thou hast hid thy face from us and hast consumed us because of our iniquity. Sinners are capable of doing some good things. There are people that are bound by a life of sin and they are capable of doing some helpful, nice, good things, but they will not humble themselves and they will not make the call. Isaiah said, there is none that calleth upon my name, none that stirs up himself to take hold of thee. Would you bow your head, close your eyes in this place? Can we just be sensitive right now to the Holy Ghost? Can you feel the tug of His Spirit? Can you hear the invitation to call? To call?
Thank you for listening to the Landmark Apostolic Church Podcast. You can follow this podcast for more great episodes from the Landmark family. If you are ever in our area, our doors are open on Sundays at 10 a.m. and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Thank you once again for listening to the Landmark Apostolic Church's podcast. God bless.